We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here. The old man, Andreas Hale, is phoned in, so he is here as well. He is back from Mexico. One hell of a trip there. Later on in the week, we'll talk about his trip in Mexico and all that stuff when we get to the boxing and MMA show later on. We also have a great guest from the UFC on that one, so you guys don't want to miss that. But today is all about pro wrestling. Dre, it's been... You missed a lot. I ain't gonna lie to you. It feels like it's been forever since you've been here. But really, it's just been a lot of events and a lot of different companies. WWE has made a couple of moves that have nothing to do with their actual product. NXT had their own live special. ROH had a full-on pay-per-view. And then AEW just came back with their own Winter is Coming special. So much going on in pro wrestling. I know you watched this from the beach, right? Like, you, you went to Mexico and you were like, just full-on Instead of enjoying the beach, instead of enjoying the drinks, you were watching pro wrestling, right? I, I know you're that guy. Yeah. I, you, like, <laughs> I woke up. It was weird. Like, I woke up on Sunday and I was in Mexico, and I was like, hmm. Everybody was asleep. And I was like, let me watch Final Battle. So I watched <laughs> Final Battle early in the morning. So, boom. I, yeah, I'm not going to miss this shit. I was going to watch it. No, nah, I, I made time. I mean, great, great decision. Final Battle was great. We'll go through. We'll actually recap that in our second segment today. Also talk AEW's winner is coming. But we have to start off right off the rip. WWE news. Mandy Rose, and we'll talk about NXT deadline here in a second. But Mandy Rose relinquishes, or she loses her title on the follow-up to NXT deadline um, on the weekly show. And... And I was like, wow, like, you take the belt off Mandy, like, right after the thing? Like, cool. Then reports surfaced that, well, Mandy was let go because the WWE felt that her side projects was like OnlyFans, whatever her webpage is, was too much and a breach of their contract. She was doing too much on her pretty much OnlyFans platform. And it was unbecoming of her as a WWE superstar, so they let her go. I'm shocked. I I get it. 
but I'm shocked. I, I know you have much more probably in-depth analysis on this, but to me, I mean, I'm a grown-ass man with a job at a high-profile company. I can't have an OnlyFans, right? Like, I'm not an independent contractor. But still, I, I just can't do it professionally to understand this. Um, I'm not a woman. No one wants to see me on OnlyFans, so I never really run into that. And I'm not one to tell women what to do with their bodies. But I understand the company saying, you can do whatever you want. Like, we're not going to make you erase it. You just can't work here and do that. So a company has a right to do that as well. It's just weird because we've seen the same company actively put women's talent into Playboy and market it and talk about it on television. And I understand that's the 90s and Attitude Era and Puppies and Jerry Lawler and all that stuff. It's a little different. But they've done that. Um, we, we've seen sex tapes leak of current talent and, and previous talent. And I know, like, a leaked sex tape is a little different than putting it out there yourself and having people pay for it. But nakedness is nakedness. Um, they're doing grown folks things on the internets, and it's visible. So it, it's one of those things where no one was talking about Mandy Rose's, like, website. Like, they brought more attention by firing her than, than she did having it. So I, I just feel like after you put so much into her, you actually made, and she made herself, but you gave her the opportunity to make herself a better wrestler. The gimmick's clicking. That that team is amazing. Toxic attraction. To then just let her go seems weird. Seems like something that she got a warning, maybe a suspension, but just flat out let her go. We, we've seen them keep worse. We saw the Velveteen Dream Saga until they just couldn't go any further. But there was worse. that's way worse and her having OnlyFans. We've seen Jeff Hardy go to rehab and have a million DUIs. We've seen the Uso have several, four or five DUIs. You can kill someone like that. She ain't killing someone by showing titties or whatever she's showing. I, I don't get this reaction. It, it doesn't seem like there's a basis for it. I get it. And there's going to be a lot of people that are going to disagree with me on this, but you, when you sign to a publicly traded company that is a PG company, there are parameters that you got to stay within. Mandy knew, Rose knew what she was doing. She knew she was violating those parameters. And I guarantee you that this wasn't one of those things where they were like, surprise, you're fired. I guarantee you that there was a conversation and Mandy probably told them no. I don't agree with a lot of the things that WWE does with their talent. But when you have Hasbro, Mattel, like sponsorships with kids, you and you're their NXT champion, you can't show TNA. <laughs> I know you mentioned like Sable and, yep. you know, Tori Wilson, but that uh, it was before they were publicly traded, different time, different era. It's 2022, about to be 2023. Mandy Rose was given a lot of grace. Obviously, she's a woman that we probably believe that Vince McMahon hired and was like a big fan of. She was on Tough Enough, I believe, and she came to the main roster. She wasn't that great. They sent her down to NXT to do a lot of work. She got a lot better. Yep. Put it with Toxic Attraction. Became the NXT Women's Champion. Held that title for a long time. Somewhere she, granted, I know people talk about how much did she make in NXT. What I do know is a lot of the talent, if you get sent down or sent to NXT, you still keep the salary that you made from the main roster. So she didn't lose any pay. 
I don't care how much she was making. If a sponsor is doesn't like what you're doing, you're expendable. You got to go. Yeah. No one's and bigger than the company. No, nobody's bigger than the company. In a lot of those cases, look, a leaked sex tape is leaked. Yeah. You had no control over it. A DUI is a violation. You had control over it, but you're not. What Mandy did was they made a conscious decision to do something. Now, if there was no warning, I would be shocked. But I believe that there was a warning that came from somewhere that was like, hey, you're like carrying our title. You can't do this. Like, if you want to make more money, fine, but not here doing this. It's weird because so, Natalia I, has an OnlyFans with her sister. She, yeah, so I that's believe why it's I only wondered, bikini work. Yeah, that's why, like, you know, the, the, some of the p- pictures have leaked, and I'm sure they were sent around, and it's Mandy Rose, and I know people are going to say, well, they, they, you know, they, they profited off of her sex appeal. They did. They never showed titties. No. They never showed ass. So I, there Vince, is... To be fair, I think Vince McMahon did have her in an angle where she was pretty much fucking naked, and she just had, like, something covering herself like this. But, I Vince mean, is Vince a is a different... We know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well Vince we got to talk creep. Vince McMahon here in a second as well. Yeah, I almost forgot about that. Lord. Yeah, Vince is a creep. But the the thing is is that if if Mandy Rose, she was doing this, and I'm sure the WWE knew what she was doing, and I'm sure somebody approached her and said, hey, mm -mm, you probably shouldn't do this. And she kept doing it. And I know some of those pictures she had with her boyfriend. I know there was, like, nipples out. Like, you can't do that. You just can't. And it sucks, but that's just the way it is. Nobody there is really an independent contractor. That's a whole nother conversation to be had, right? Independent contractor is not real. Yeah, they <laughs> can there. do outside things, but no, it's like what they tell you, you can and can't do. That's just the way it is. She violated it. Whatever happened, she's been released and the company rolls on. Do I feel bad for Mandy Rose? Not if she was warned. I don't. And I'm sure, like I said, for, at the beginning of this, she's got a lot of grace. She wasn't great when she was on Raw or SmackDown. She wasn't. She got a lot better in NXT. Even still, can't just do what you want, especially when it comes to, like, sex. And, like, you just can't do that. You just I mean, can't. Yeah. I mean, we I, both work for very prestigious companies. Like, we can't do what we want. Nah, man. Like, we can't, there's certain things we can't do. Huh. I can say what I want on this podcast. I can go on Twitter and say wild shit to people if I want to, and the company might be like, hey, maybe. But if I go out there and I got my, my dick swinging, yeah. I can't My company's going to be like, nah. nah. I can't be tallywhacked out on the internet. Like, yeah, like, I can't I, be out here showing stuff. Yeah, like, nah, can't like, do it. I work for the mouse. Like, again, a PG company. Exactly. Like, if I'm just exactly. out there just twirling, nah, like, ESPN's going to be eh, you know, you don't I, really fit the brand. I, yeah, I don't feel bad for Mandy as long as I, I, I truly believe that I know that Nick Khan and that company, they monitor all this stuff. They do children's hospitals and they do all these things. Like, they can't have some kid was like, yo, I just saw your titties on the internet. No, that's all bad. I subscribe to your, like, you can't do that. No, kids find everything. So they do. Yeah. Like, and you, you got to be careful. And yeah. I just, I wonder where Mandy Rose will land next, right? I wonder if she'll show up in AEW, if oh. she'll show up somewhere. Like, it, it appears she's not going to be employed. Has no problem employing no, people with OnlyFans. So go to Impact. Yeah, like they don't care. Both streams of so it's like, 
She'll find somewhere else to go. And I'm sure she was probably making good money off of her page. And it is what it is. But I saw a lot of people was like, that's why I hate WWE. And I was like, yeah, they've done way worse than this. Oh, 100%. Way worse. We're going to talk about that in a second. But that's, I'm fascinated by the OnlyFans fascination. Like this, and I, I, it's fairly new, wave of everyone, literally everyone can now be a porn star. Every single person. And that's, I am all for you do whatever you want your body, it's your body. But it's much like freedom of speech where the amendment, you, your freedom of speech is protected. You say whatever you want. You're not going to go to jail. You're not going to go to jail necessarily for being nude unless you're around children and such. But there's consequences for actions. Long-ranging consequences. If you have a very successful OnlyFans when you're 20 through 25, We've seen several teachers around the country get fired because people find their OnlyFans. I, I yes. think that's like a risk you have to understand going into it. This is why porn stars were porn stars growing up. They assumed this risk and said, okay. Now when normal people are doing it, like, well, like, no, you assume the same risk. That this yep. could fuck up the next 40 years of your life, but you can make a lot of money for 10. Yeah. So it, it's very weird. I'm fascinated. In 20 years, if I get a crazy, stupid Bill Simmons deal, it's probably given to me by you because you might be an executive somewhere or some shit. I, like, OnlyFans 20 years later, I would love to see what happens to these people and how it affects their lives because you're out here and your picture's out here forever. Yeah. It's hard you to have a normal job. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Putting your stuff out there. It, it, yeah, and again, look, I know that the WWE profited off of Mandy being attractive. I mean, toxic attraction. They talked about the Athena thing with her, and you should dress more like Ma- Mandy. All those things are fine. You can make all those arguments that you want. Shout out to Jesus. But as soon as you sold some titties, yeah, but as soon as you sold some titties, on your, on your own account, if you decide, I'm showing my titties, you have made, you've planted your flag in the sand and basically saying, this is what I'm doing. And the company's like, at that point, they're like, oh, we don't feel like dealing with that. No. And Mandy, look, it's not like the WWE got rid of her and was like, oh, we don't need her. Mandy was profitable. Yeah. She was their champ. It wasn't an easy decision. Long-standing. If you have, yeah, if you have a sponsor, a toy, like some rumors say it was Mattel was like, hey, no, we're making toys of this girl. Like, we can't do this. Hey, I'm a slave to them, not a slave to the talent. It's business is business, and it sucks, but... Mandy don't pay me. Here we are. They pay me. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. That, again, these are real-life situations. People make these decisions every day. But, like, in, in your tiny little bit of lives, if you're like, if someone's like, yo, by the way, you can't do this or you're going to lose your job, you'd be like, yo, I got to eat. Like, WWE has to bring money in. At this point, you're fucking with their money, their job. They're like, yeah. yo, you, you got to go or you got to stop. Like, you can't... So I and get the, it. Dog. It's just... I, and I listen to a lot of podcasts, sex work, positive stuff, and I, I love all that shit. But you're assuming a risk, and you have to understand that. Like, it, no one should stop you or be able to stop you from being a sex worker. No one should you know, beat you or treat you differently or sexually assault you or talk to you differently. None of that. No. But you're assuming a risk career-wise for the rest of your life. And if you're okay with that, yeah. then that's okay. Because every employer doesn't have to be okay with you once being a sex worker. That, that is not the case. 
And that shouldn't and, stop and you I, if you're okay with it. And dude, Manny was not poor, okay? <laughs> WWE <laughs> pays well, right? And she been there WWE, a while. Like WWE, yeah, WWE plays well. NXT contracts are different. She's not on an NXT ch- contract. From what I know, she's on a WWE contract. And I think like the minimum is like a quarter million dollars. That's like the bare minimum. And she ain't like She's a newbie. Like she had another contract. No. So it's not like she came back for like 70% less. She knew what she was doing. She wasn't doing a cameo. She wasn't doing like she wasn't doing anything that we've seen. Like this is different. So it sucks, but I hope it was worth it, Mandy. I hope it was worth it. Man, we shall see. It, I don't know the long game on these things. It's just giving that up for a quick buck seems seems tough, but yeah, I, I don't know. I let the people talk on the timelines. I talk here on the podcast. The only other thing WWE-wise is Vince McMahon documentary came out. I can't find anywhere to watch this. I would love to watch it. I can't find anywhere to watch it. I don't know where you watch shit on Vice anymore. Um, Hulu. It's on Hulu? Yeah. Oh, I did not see that Vince doc on Hulu. It's there. Oh. You have to search for it, but I, it's there. I will watch it when I get home. Thank you, sir. So, um, I haven't seen it, but Vince McMahon's statement of, or the reports, 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 um, of Vince McMahon telling someone, I got bad advice. I should have stayed. All of this would have just blown over. Is peak Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Oh, yeah. The man. Dude, few egos are Vince McMahon level, and he truly probably believes that. He absolutely believes that. Like the Nine Lives of Vince McMahon documentary, I started watching it, and it's kind of culled together from Dark Side of the Ring content, and then they add some new stuff to it, so it's like an hour and a half long. And yeah, it's it's an indictment on Vince McMahon basically getting out of every bad situation he's been in. When you have that kind of money, there are no rules in your mind. Now there are, but back then. Kind of did whatever you want. There was a big problem. Threw some money at it. It's like the Atlanta episode with Liam Neeson at the cancel bar. For anybody who's ever seen that, the cancel club. Where Liam Neeson says to uh, to Paperboy, I'm white. I don't have to learn anything. Like, no matter what happens, I'm good. I'll be mad at you. But I don't really have to learn the shit that you're talking about. This man doesn't have to learn shit. <laughs> he's just, he's going to say, I can come back. And I deserve to be back. He doesn't. And I, I know quite a few people in that company who, if they saw Vincent Man walk through those doors, would be like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out of here. I'm, the place is a lot happier now. And I can say that because now I've seen the reports like Sean Ross Sapp has reported, Raj Geary has reported. They, there's a lot of talent. There's like, it's a much happier place here. From all the people that I've talked to at w, that work at WWE, they're all happy. It's, it's a much better place now that Vince is gone. So nobody wants to see Vince back. <laughs> They're happy that that old man is gone. Yep. So fuck him. <laughs> like, his sense of entitlement is what got him in trouble in the first place. So now he's going to try to come back and be like, oh, I got bad advice. Shut the fuck up. Like, get out of here. Vince, Don't want Vince he's McMahon. a different, different level of human being than Vincent McMahon. And then, real quick, we'll just recap or get your thoughts on NXT uh, we talked about Mandy Rose. Spoiler alert, she's no longer champion. It kind of started uh, the snowball effect here with NXT. But we'll go through some of the matches. Uh, I believe it was five of them on the main card. 
Iron Survivor Women's Challenge match. Roxanne Perez wins it. Roxanne Perez is super young, super talented. Was an ROH this time last year. Yep. So ROH champion. Yes. Super young. Youngest ever, I believe. <laughs> ROH champion. She wins the match. This shit was so complicated on paper. Me and Cole laughed our asses off last week trying to figure out how the fuck Shawn Michaels even thought of this. But it played out very well. And it was a yeah, fun was- match. Like, it's a fun it, concept. It, it's fun, but it, yeah, it still is very complicated because right. it was like, hey, you get in. It's like if you get in last, you don't have enough time. And if you go to the penalty box, it's a lot of rules. I thought the males uh, match, the men's match was really good. It was very well done. Still not a fan of Grayson Waller. I don't give a fuck about that guy. But him winning, I feel he, like oh, I'm not a huge fan of yeah. him. But he's he's getting like a little bit of LA Knight ish. Like he's figuring it out. He needs a little bit of gimmick yeah. change. Like those shorts are stupid and everything. But he came out with like the rock style T shirt this week and everything on NXT. I'm like, we need more of that. He's figuring it out. He's he's very athletic. I feel like they pushed him really hard, really fast yeah. at the beginning of NXT 2.0. That's the problem. Same with Braun Breaker. Yep. And it's like now you got to pull back a little bit. He's not. It's not like he's not talented, but it is what it is. Uh, he's naturally hateable. I, I thought, he's, he's, he's really yeah, like he's very a great punchable athlete. face. Yes. <laughs> yeah, very punchable face. But both of those matches, I thought were they were they were well done. Was this the greatest live event, premium live event ever? No, but it, it was fine. Um, I am. I'm going to just jump right into it. NX, uh, the New Day winning the NXT tag titles is such a strange thing to me. It's like, all right. It's weird, but I love what they're doing with it. Like, yeah. it's cool. It, it, it's cool. It's just, it makes you think about, damn, there's a lack of depth in the NXT when it comes to tag teams. And the New Day, well, who are they going to cough this up to? And the only tag team I can think of is the Creed Brothers because I can't find another tag team in NXT that... Like, legitimately, I'm like, unless it's, like, schism, I can't really find anybody that can unseat the New Day, and they be like, that's cool. But Creed but, Brothers, they, um, Pretty Deadly is really fucking good. Like, even though they lost they are, this, but like, I think, Pretty Deadly is really good. Th- yeah. Those beer guys are going to catch on. Beer money, uh, 2.0, 3.0, whatever it is, they're going to catch on, and they're not going to take the belts like. off New Day, but they're going to add depth to it. And you see, like, uh, the tag team... Oh, what's what's the big dude? Looks like Mark Henry. I love that group now, though. He just went on. Oh, Odyssey Jones. Odyssey Jones and those two dudes with him, they got something there. Yeah, that's that's going to be do. good. They've had something with those three. Yeah, that, that's going to be good. They're going to be a good tag team. They're athletic as hell too. So it's like they, I see the pieces. The problem is, yeah. is that it's playing out on live television. So you're taking all these. Bumps that people never saw before. So, I, look it. We love Street Profits. They went through this shit in the coconut loop in Florida. And then yep. came and they were ready. And in the meantime, you had Cass and Enzo. You had DIY. You had The Revival. You had people to, to chill and be on TV and tape TV. And then you had the other people growing. Now you cut the people to be on TV. Because Vince was like, fuck it. Get rid of all the TV ready people. And then... You only had people who were green. So we are seeing all the growing pains. But now that I'm looking at NXT and after this special, I'm like, I get it. There's a lot of talent down there. There's a lot of really good potential. 
I'm like, yo, they got something brewing. It's just you got to take your lumps on television, and that hurts. Yeah, it's just it's not it's not great, right? Like getting better. uh, There's talent. It's getting better, but they have a Braun Breaker problem. Let's just get to it. Listen, you're bad. Paul Cruz in the main event. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's not it's not Braun Breaker's fault. It's not Steiner's fault. They pushed him too hard, too fast, and now he's at the top. And now he's stuck in a gimmick where it's basically all of his main event matches, all of his feuds play out exactly the same. Yeah, gets mad, talks some shit, gets into a match with you. Then he kind of he overcomes some adversity, hits you with a spear and that little power slam thing, and then he wins. Yeah. So all of his matches are exactly the same. Wow, Did the same thing to Apollo Cruz. Flippy shit. I like the match with him and Apollo that, Cruz in a vacuum. It ain't bad, but it's but the, program the, the end was never care. in doubt. Yeah. Yeah, the end was never in doubt. And he's not a great promo as a babyface. He needs to turn heel. Or not gonna they need to find Grayson a way Waller. to give him an edge. No, not at all. Grayson Waller's um, next for the Valentine's Day pay-per-view, which I think yeah, fuck that. Waller's good enough to lose, and this is going to boost his profile. But we know who's next. You know where, We know where this is going. It's Carmelo Hayes and, okay. and Braun Breaker WrestleMania. Yes, There's yes no, it is. If they don't go, they, and it's going to be very difficult if, let's see, WrestleMania's in L.A. this year, and the NXT shows the day of WrestleMania, which is fucking weird. Yes, but Saturday whatever. morning. That crowd, I can't imagine that they are not going to be behind Carmelo Hayes because he's yeah. too fucking good. This week, they were behind Carmelo Hayes. And like, it, it, it's... And you don't want to turn him face yet, in my opinion. Nah. No, you but don't. It's like the crowd is behind him. They were mad when Waller pulled his leg out <laughs> and he didn't yeah. win. Like, people he's wanted him to win. Yeah, he's just so good. He's, he's gotten over. Um, WWE or NXT did their Performance Center Awards. And it was funny because Trick Williams won the promo. Like, the Best Promo Person Award. I love Trick. They brought him up for like a random spot on the main roster last week. He's just talking shit on the phone and it's great. So like he, those two together work and they have a real, and there's no, and we say this a lot with two people things, but there's this real, really spot on. They have a Shawn Michaels diesel kind of dynamic where trick is big enough to be like a little bit of a muscle, but he can really talk too, and he's charismatic. You're like, that guy has something. Maybe not right now, but Carmelo has it now. And Carmelo's like right. that guy. Like they, and I think Sean sees that. Like, yo, Carmelo's the guy. Like he, but you got to get him there. And Braun, in the meantime, you got to be big enough to really make it feel special when he wins, even as a heel. And Braun has to hold up his end of it. I need Braun in the Rumble to like maybe feel better. Like it won't work. Destroy somebody. He's a car- he, he's when they put him in this position, you can tell that they really didn't think about his character development. His characters just kind of stayed the same, and it's it's boring. We see the same thing every week out of Braun. Yeah, he, he deals with everything the same. <laughs> he needs a big. Yeah, he he needs something. Braun Carmelo pump. Hayes. Carmelo Hayes is NXT's Seth Rollins. As a heel, he's tremendous. But they're getting dangerously close to turning him babyface because he, the crowd loves him. But if you t- turn him babyface, you pull the teeth out of his character. You would think. Keep him as a heel. We're going to talk yeah. about that in AW. We've seen that exact same situation. Dude, and it seems Carmelo, to have worked Carmelo out. Carmelo Hayes, 
You remember Carmelo Hayes was a babyface yeah, when he was. first came in. He's a million times better as a heel. Yes. But, but we you saw with Ricky Starks in AEW where it's like, okay, it works. I still love Ricky Starks more as a, a heel. Me and Cole talked about that. Same thing. Where I'm like, damn, but he's just so much better as a heel. But if the crowd turns the face, then what do you... Fuck. But Seth Rollins always has this problem. You turn a baby face and then you take everything that's good about Seth Rollins away. Because he has a weaselly voice. He does. He's antagonistic. He All the things that work for him as a heel, he can't do as a baby face. And we love him as a heel, but then we turn a baby face and then we like, eh. You can't do the same thing with Carmelo Hayes. He's a fantastic heel. He should never pander to the crowd. He's a great dickhead. Keep him that way. Yep. Excuse me. Braun Breaker, Something he needs, he needs a... Uh, <laughs> it, it just, I'm just tired of him in the same programs, doing the same things, having the same matches. He's good. But fuck. It's tough. Man. Help. Yeah, tough. I'm over it. Tough spot there. Let's hit the break. Come back. We got to talk RRH and a little bit of AEW because they had winter is coming as well. So much pro wrestling going down this week. You guys don't go anywhere. Be right back after this. Just that quick, we are back. Dre, jumping right into ROH final battle. There's a lot of damn matches on this card. But the pre-show was really good. Yeah. And it gives you a hint of like, if they get a TV deal, there's enough talent to fill that out. Oh, more than enough. So, Jeff Cobb, Mascara Dorado in the first one. Jeff Cobb hits the tour of the islands. That was crazy. And it's like, oh, so you guys have Jeff Cobb on the contract. I didn't know this. Like, there was no Jeff Cobb is all elite graphic. No. So maybe they're still doing one-offs, like one-off deals. Yeah. For ROH probably. specifically, um, for all the people who used to be in ROH. So, but if Jeff Cobb is there, that's a big-ass piece in your roster that is pretty damn good. So like that match. Uh, second one, uh, JAS, which is um, Angelo Parker, Matt Mannard. Defeat Shinobi Shadow Squad Cheeseburger. Eli, eat some. That's cool. Squash. 2.0, man. They need to be in a title picture somewhere. I really don't need Jeff Jarrett. I really don't. Slap nuts. Like, I, I don't need that. Yeah. 2.0 is right there. <laughs> Shout out to Justin Ivy versus Rat Pack, who's like, yo, they, any tag team that is put with Jericho dies. Because all you are are lackeys of yeah. Jericho. LAX, 2.0. Like, you're so good. There's no reason not to have them in some title program. You have two ROH titles, tag titles, normal ones, two AEW ones, an ROH trio title, and an AEW trio title. They should be going for something. It's 10 belts. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how to figure it out with 2.0. 2.0, they're, they're fun. They're a very fun tag team. I don't know exactly where they fit in. I, I wouldn't mind watching them in the Acclaim go at it, though. Just on the mic, it would be oh, really fun. hilarious. And they don't got to win. They just got to be doing something more. No, they do. Yeah. And then Willow Nightingale versus Trisha Dora. Willow Nightingale is it. Like, if, sooner or later, they got to push Willow. Um, I think she has all the tools to be Jade, make it believable, and be a super big baby face. Too. So, 
eventually you want to get that belt off Jade. I think Willow's the one I want. Possible, uh, unless he goes stays in ROH. But uh, I think on the other hand, Trisha Dora might be somebody that Tony Khan needs to look at to sign for for Ring of Honor. Trisha's very good. We've talked to Tr- yeah. Trisha in the past. They 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 have something with they have a lot of women that can fill out these rosters that are very talented. But this yeah. was a really good match. Just got a feature though. Give them the time. Hopefully yeah. in our ways to give them that time. And then top flights. Good to see the brothers back together versus the kingdom. You know my dislike of the kingdom forever. It, it never yeah. dulls. I am not a Matt Taven guy. Like it's just not for me. So I was very happy to see Top Flight win. They always do wild shit in the ring. This is a good match, though, even by the kingdom. Um, it's cool. Again, these are two groups where I think Top Flight would be great as an ROH tag team. I think that's a great place for them great. to grow. Um, them and Private Party kind of being the young rival tag teams in ROH. I don't care. You do that for like two years, three years. Like, build them up in that feud and, and have them go with the vet teams that are there. I think that's a great way to build them. It's something ROH always did. They always had established teams, yep. but they always built the younger teams underneath them. Yep. And that's how you get, you know, like bros like the Jacksons. You you get um, Super Smash Bros back in the day, which was Evil Uno and, what's, and Stu Grayson. Like, you, you get these teams that, like, build underneath. So I think they have the talent to build these young guys. So top flight is that for me. Blake Christian, Air Fox uh, versus Roosh, Drillistical. Well, I guess it's his cousin. Well, this match was a mess. Drillistico, I don't know what was going on with him, but... I don't know. A.R. Fox he was, was so talented, but he was moving so fucking fast. He was doing, doing too much. Yeah. Um, Andrade not being back yet is weird, because I guess he got surgery that he ended up needing. So he's out for a while. And if anyone dropped the ball, like, they dropped the ball on Andrade, I just don't get what they're going to do with him. Or Roosh. We'll see. So that, we'll, that we'll was see. a weird match. Roosh is staying in ROH. Because if they have nothing for him to do in AEW, he's too talented. But he's not to a tag not team. Be in it. And he got to go back to the main main event picture. Right. In ROH. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's kind of the way to go for him. But this this tag match and the in the flub finish, it just wasn't it. Wasn't good. No, and then Athena versus Mercedes Martinez, new ROH women's world champion. I mean, this is a great spot for Athena. I, I think she could shine down there. It's more about wrestling. And she's one yep. hell of a wrestler. She she's a hell of a wrestler, and the the attitude change was very beneficial to her. So in this match, because she, she's the baby face, because she's in front of her hometown crowd, um, but she still played a, a heel role against Mercedes Martinez. But her her offense looks so much better as a heel. It's violent. It's stiff. It's snug. She's she in the ring against someone be. with two decades worth of pro wrestling experience and can go. Yeah. This that is helps. the perfect spot for her. And this this match was great. I, I thought this match was really damn good. A perfect spot for Athena. Like, if this is where she's going to be, she can hold that ROH women's title for a long-ass time. Yep. She's in the right spot. And uh, it's kind of an indictment against Jade Cargo. Because now you look at that match and you look at the match with Athena and Jade and you're just like, yeah, it's just not adding up. It, it, it's rough. Know, you know how I feel about Jade. Yes. I think Jade's tremendous, but yes, yeah, her, her... The work in got to match the character. Rough. In a company yep. that's about work. It's not WWE. Yep. Where it's just like, fuck the work. Like, if you're a good enough character. It's not that. Like, the work has to be there. Um, Swerving Our Glory versus Shade Taylor Promotions. 
shocked by the result that Shay Taylor Promotions loses. But I'm not. We, we get to where we got. Swerve and Keith Lee, that's going to be their best program heading into the next paper. Keith Lee, nobody's paid attention to this. He's like the most protected wrestler on the roster. He doesn't get pinned. At all. Ever. He was outnumbered and still fucking won the match. Yes, Swerve's probably going to lose this feud. And Keith is slowly going to start climbing his way in the, up the solo ranks into the main event picture because he's that damn good. But, people, again, you know, all elite whites, are we sure? We just saw four black men just put in work. And they're just going to say Swerve, at the top of the card, we don't get it. But again, yeah, I just saw Ricky Starks compete yeah. one hell of a match for the time. It's, but, but Swerve played, like, this was excellent. Swerve walking out on Keith the way he did. Like, all the... They've done a tremendous job with the, the, this tag team falling apart. Yep. Now I want to see what they do with, with Shane Taylor. Because Shane is he's just too fucking good to not be signed somewhere. So I hope he stays in ROH. He's always been an ROH guy. Like, no, if you're going to do the company, if you're going to do it right, if you're going to do a TV deal, bring back those flagship guys. You know, like, yep. it's important to keep them around. And then next up, um, the embassy. Brian Cage, whatever, versus Don Castle and the boys. So now we have new six-man tag team champions. I didn't care about this match. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I think the embassy needed it. You need something with good. Brian Cage. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the embassy, con, like, they're, they're a good six-man tag team. They look very dominant out there. Don Castle and the boys, they need to lose this match. Good change of titles here, and it puts a dominant presence on those ROA six-man uh, tag titles. Yep, and Willie Yuta versus Daniel Garcia, Pure Wrestling Championship. Yuta wins. Boy, Daniel Garcia is really fucking good. So is Yuta. Like throughout this match, the, yeah, no, it was a great match. The finish was great, knocking him out with the elbows. But Daniel Garcia, like forcing the rope breaks early to get him out of the way, was very well done. He's he's a really good wrestler. It makes me wonder what the future of Danny, Daniel Garcia is. It ROH or is it back in AEW? Because now Wheeler's the pure champion. Yeah, but Daniel's so good. Like I could see him working anywhere. I don't know. I don't know. But this was a great match. I'd I thought this was AEW mid card like title range or. I mean, you can look, man, move him Daniel up Garcia, the card in ROH. Daniel Garcia versus Swerve. Daniel Garcia versus Ricky Starks. Daniel Gar- like you start just start running down these list of names. Daniel Garcia versus Jungle Boy. Daniel Garcia versus Darby Allen. I love to see him stay in AEW. I don't think he he doesn't need to be in ROH. He's he's really good. He's ready. Orange Cassidy. There's so many good matches. He's ready. And then Briscoes versus FTR. Double double dog collar match. Brutal. They beat the fuck out of each other. It was blood three seconds. And not like unnecessary Cody Rhodes blood. Like good Make the match better. Yeah. Dog, the hard way. It's, this is the best tag team feud of the year in, in terms of in-ring by far, right? Yeah. And it's a goddamn shame. And I know PWI has the Usos as the best tag team. I, I don't know how. Given the work they, that FTR has done this year. into account, like, you know, like length of title reign, achievements. I don't just care in-ring. about that shit. I mean, you're just a fucking FTR, wrestling purist, but I mean, promos. I, I they, know, they but count F- a lot of that. FTR had every title. 
That's FTR true. went through multiple promotions, winning titles. Yeah, if they're not, not number one that, this year, when are they? It's like like they had a banger with Aussie Open. They had, they've had three bangers with the Briscoes now. Three, three. They they don't have bad matches ever. They're the tag team of the year, and I love the Usos. I think the Usos are great, but the work that they just did again, like these guys are unreal. FTR is superb. And this match was different than the other two matches. Absolutely violent and brutal. Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler, they're just, they're one of the best tag teams we've seen in the, over the past decade. Oh, yeah. From their run in the NXT to now their run, like, they're going to be at Wrestle Kingdom defending those IWGP titles. I know there's speculation. Some people think they're going back to WWE. I don't see that. I don't, it could be. I don't see it at all. But I, I don't think I so. Doubt I, I doubt it. But I think that, if they're dropping I think, all I the I think belts, they're dumping... They're dumping those titles to go after the AEW title. Like, I think there was a deal for, for them to basically be like, hey, if we're not going to get these AEW titles right now because we don't really need them, our dream is to go collect titles in every other promotion. Tony was like, go for it. Yeah. And then when you come back, yeah, don't hold all the titles at once. You're going to have to kind of let those titles go. Yeah. And it's fine to lose to the Briscoe. Their contract is up. And if they... But I, yeah, I, they'll re-up. Yeah, I, I don't think they're... I can't see them leaving. No. The way that they the, left, the best even with Trips team. being back, the way that they left and just being so much yeah. happier, it seems like, with the they're freedom good. in AEW, I think this is where they want to go. Um, they're, they're good. They should they should be tag team of the year. Oh, I, and the Briscoes winning Whatever. is good, too. That's ROH legacy. It is. So, so yeah. far, every title has changed hands. And then Samoa Joe, Juice Robinson. Damn right this wasn't changing hands. Not a Juice Robinson no. guy. Me and Cole laughed about it. Samoa Joe is Samoa Joe. This match was stupid, right? I love Joe. Who the fuck asked for this? Nobody. Right? Asked like nobody thought Juice Robinson. Nobody thought Juice was going to win. Nobody thought Juice had a chance in hell of winning. Samoa Joe is the only title that doesn't change hands. And before this pay per view started, I was like, if a bunch in my head, I was like, if a bunch of titles change hands, they have something going. And they introduce our way. Honor Club is back. Blah blah blah. They're going to start weekly episodes next week. I knew it. As soon as the title started changing hands, something happened. But Joe? I mean, it's not a huge no deal. losing the juice. They didn't get the deal like many people anticipated. No, not yet. Yeah, right? Sure. But this is a sign that something is happening. Because if they're going to do weekly episodes on, on Honor Club, and something is definitely happening that moved all these titles around. But, uh, yeah, this, this fucking match didn't matter. Nobody cared. No. And then main event, Claudio Castagnoli defeats Chris Jericho for the ROH World Championship. I mean, Claudio's a great guy to hold, right? Like, if you're not getting a TV yeah. deal today, you really don't need Jericho as champion. So give it to a guy who's the epitome of ROH. That's Claudio. Now let's have some fun. Let's see all the matchups we want and let him have banger after banger after banger after banger. Yeah, I think, first of all, Tapping out to a giant swing is definitely a choice. Right? Like, I thought it was hilarious. I just, I couldn't believe it. But again, this title changing hand signals to me that something is happening because Jericho doesn't need to hold it anymore, which means that they've showed whoever they need to show that ROH is a viable commodity. And now they can move all these titles, get all their talent back to AEW, move the ROH talent into place. In 2023, they're going to have some kind of a TV deal of some sort. But yeah, this match was fine. Uh, I mean, it's hilarious now that Jericho goes in the, the next uh, on Dynamite and then loses. What's the, what's the guy's name? Uh, Action. The, what the fuck yeah, was his name? Two A's. I don't know. Action. Some alliteration. Holy shit. I don't know. Hilarious. People are very like, 
They're comparing it to the one, two, three kid versus Razor Ramon. I mean, this was no look, nobody thought Jericho was losing this match. Yeah. People thought Jericho was going out there on dynamite and squashing somebody, and he lost, which makes it a very interesting story to tell. Because on one hand, you just put somebody else over, which means this cat's about to get a boost out of nowhere, literally nowhere. But on the other hand, what's going on with Chris Jericho, right? There, there's a couple of stories to tell. I, I love that he lost. I love that he lost the title. I don't know what this means for the future of Chris Jericho, but of course Chris Jericho is going to be fine. But this, this is fun. ROH Final Battle was fun. I'm still surprised that FTR and the Briscoes did a main event but as soon as they said Claudio was main eventing, I was like, oh, yeah, obviously he's, he's winning gonna, the title. Yeah. You need yeah. your title. That's why he's main eventing. So I get it. Yeah, but it was a fine show. No, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. Weekly television. I mean, I'm going to try to follow it. I don't see why I wouldn't, right? Like, it, oh, it's, it's going to be a lot. Yeah. It, it's a ton, especially on the bandwidth. It's like, oh. But you know what? I'm going to try to follow it. ROH is a fun product. I can't wait to see them split a little more. Now, the last hurdle is Rampage. Get Rampage right. Like, you have Moxley yeah. defending a title this week. Or, excuse me, um, MJF defending a title? Someone yeah, MJF just, he beat Ricky Starks. There's no title defense. All oh, right. so who's... It's just Moxley and Sammy. Oh, Moxley and Sammy. Yeah, no title. Sorry. Yeah. Moxley and Sammy, like, you're getting a little bit better match. I, that just has to be better on a weekly basis. Like, it can't yep. be ROH dominant. Make Rampage matter. And then we're, we're back on the horse. Um... At Winter is Coming, talking about that, running through that real quick. Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, look like they're going to a program against the acclaimed, a sustained program. If they don't do rap as crap, I don't care about this program. He did give us a scissor this, like rap nuts. Crap. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> rap rap is crap. Yeah. Um, Jungle Boy beats the new champion, Brian Cage, uh, ROH Trio's champion. Jungle Boy is in position... For something bigger than Christian Cage, I'm guessing. Like, if you take yeah. it down, a monster of this size, like, he well, got to be the guy to beat next. Joe? He, I don't know. I mean, he's Joe's got... champ, champ. You know, they got to get that off. They've turned, they've turned Big Cass into Big Bill. And obviously, yeah. that's the route they're going. And then Hook comes out, and he's defending Jungle Boy, which we hadn't seen Hook in a minute. So it was good to see him. And it looks like Moriarty and Big Bill, whatever. Jungle Boy is... Big Bill. Very talented. Big know. Bill, whatever. Oh, no, whatever. But, uh, yeah, until Christian Cage comes back, they'll keep Jungle Boy busy. Jungle Boy Jack Perry, I'm sorry. You got to say his full name now. Like a, but, dude. Like a pimp named Slipback. Got to say it all. Yeah. Well, man is just incredibly talented. He's, he's great to watch. Like, they, they have something with him. I don't know where. His, he's got a high ceiling. I don't know where it ends. ROH included. The best thing I've seen from ROH, AEW, everything this week. The intro by House of Black. Oh God, it's so good! It's like a two-second squash match. I don't even care. They look like a million bucks. Treat them like it. Don't forget them. Shoot them to the moon, please. That's all I got. The addition of Julia Hart is the best thing that happened to them. Oh, like she adds so much. She just hands the mask to up to her, and she's like, "Yeah, with the, with the big brim hat. Like that shit looks amazing. But- million bucks." Whole, the whole crew. All the, they're just going to wait until this trio's title shit is over, and they're going to be the first ones in line. And at Maybe. that point, let them drop the belts. I don't care. Whoever wins I, it, they could drop it immediately. I've seen enough title defenses between all of them. I don't care. They're ready. 
Yeah. They're, they're ready. They're, they're, they're disgustingly good. Um, the guy's name was Action Andrade. There we go. Action Andrade. <laughs> Versus Chris Whatever. Jericho. Um, Ruby Soho gets her revenge against Tay Mello. The broken nose. Sure, why not? <laughs> she, uh, she has like a really great nose now, which is crazy. I loved Ruby Riot, Ruby <laughs> Soho before, like with the original nose. But this is great for her too. Well, congrats. That was one way to get that done. And then MJF, Ricky Starks, main event. Last thing to talk about before we get out of here. Great match. I mean, MJF is the epitome of a heel, man. Um, Ricky yep. Starks, I love heel Ricky Starks. I love it. I think the promos are better. I think the attitude's better. I think it all works. But they turn him babyface, and, and he's doing well with it. Would I rather him he be is. a heel? Yes. He's doing well as a babyface. This match was great. It made people want more. The ending and the finish makes people want more. It's something you could revisit down the road, six months, year. It doesn't matter. It's always there now. He feels like a main event guy. And this was a heat check of heat checks. And it passed. Yep. Whenever Flying colors. Whenever, whether he's babyface, heel, whatever, Ricky Starks is a main event guy. He can hold the title. He will get behind him whenever you want to push that button. Yeah, this, this was a fantastic match. These two put in the work. MGF <laughs> winning with the low blow. Total heel shit. <laughs> I want... I've wanted to see a true heel champion just do fucking heel shit and win. Win with, like, low blows and Rick holding Flair, the tights. Do tactics, all the yeah, dirty yeah. All the dirty shit. Give me and all not the filthy run-ins. shit. And- like, I don't, I don't need everyone to get somebody else involved and, and have them cheat. There's, there's a lot of that. That's Roman Reigns. That's their bloodline. That's yeah. every, every heel. It was like, oh, my God, they have a faction who's going to cheat for them. MJF for a while with Wardlow. No. I just want to see one guy be the epitome of a cheater. That's yep. And we all knew the Starks wasn't going to win this <coughs> match, but the the crowd was fucking hot. Yes, they 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 showed a fucking rope break, right? <laughs> like there was Starks does everything right, and it, you're right. It, it's a fantastic heat check. Like Tony Khan, I'm sure sat there and was like, "All right, I know what I have now." Yep. Like I kind of knew it, but I needed to see it in the main event, and I needed to see these two face to face because clearly he's got he knows what he has with Ricky Starks. He's got a lot of top guys right now. He's got a lot of guys that could fit in that main event picture. Keith coming. And then... You got, you got yeah, a lot. You go Omega back. Um, shit, you, you get to the end, which I'm sure you're getting to. Yeah. Now you got Danielson versus MJF? All right. Cool. And you know Danielson. He's like, fuck it, I don't need to win. Oh, Let me I just work the kid. Yeah. It, but he's going to provide what CM Punk was supposed to provide. Yep. Whereas, that boost. That boost. The legitimacy. Yep. With that, like... They're in a good spot. Yes. It, it's that... That first feud, right? Like, Danielson did it for, um, who did he just do that for? This time last year. Who was champion? We talking about Hangman? Hangman. That's Hangman. where it was. Amazing matches. He was Hangman's first feud, and they put on bangers in classics, and the storytelling was great, and it made Hangman's title run. And started off to what it was going to be. He's just going to do that all over again this year. Yeah. And that's his job. Look. A, AW, it's just weird. All the people going back and forth. A, w, w, AW is in a really good spot. They, they're not without the mistakes, but they're in a really good spot talent-wise. They're loaded. They just got to look loaded it with correct. talent. Yep. And they're, they're kind of moving them into the right spots of where they need to be. AWs, I'm very intrigued to see how 2023 pay, plays out. WWE, 
like I keep saying, they're kind of regressing back to the median, which is still a lot better than where they were this time last year. Some things aren't working. Some things are working. Obviously, the bloodline works. I can't stand what they're doing with Gargano right now. I wish it would end. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, they're keeping him busy. I, I think Ciampa being out this long kind of hurts it. Yeah, but he's so, he's so good, and they have nothing really for him to do. But they're keeping right? him on TV. So it's just like— Yeah, but it's, is it helping? It's not hurting. helping the Gargano character. It's not hurting. I think he's visible. I think, again, you got to get an audience used to him, right? Like, can't assume all these casuals know who Johnny Gargano is. And then you'll build it up and heat him up, but he's on television. A lot of people are on television. Good, worse, indifferent. And then you're figuring out their roles. But this is WWE every year around this time. This is where you take chances. This is where it kind of is the lull. Like, when you go between SummerSlam... And specifically, when you go between Survivor Series and Royal Rumble, that's the dead time for you. That's like, yo, okay, like, you're really stretching. Like, this is a tough time. Then you hit Rumble, and then you get those feuds, and then you're in the sprint. All the way through Mania, through Money in the Bank, through SummerSlam again. So you're in the sprint starting January 13th. So you just got to get there. So now, I, you know, it's it's a little bit of a low, but I, I think they've done enough, planted enough little seeds. And we'll see stuff starting to take shape at the Rumble. Yeah, both, both companies are in good spots. Both companies are not without flaws, but they're in good spots. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan. Best time of the year as a wrestling fan. Royal Rumble season's right there. My, my favorite pay-per-view, hands down, every year. And it sets up the best time in WWE. And before, we knew disappointment was coming in some ways, form or fashion. We were just like, fuck, but we still loved it. Now it's like some, op- again, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic this year yeah. going into it. I'm optimistic that Triple H will deliver on whatever is built at the Rumble. I watched Asuka and <laughs> a replay the other day of Asuka winning and Shinsuke winning and neither of them winning the WrestleMania matches. And it was just horrible. Broke my heart all over again. Like, Sad. Fucking yeah, Vince. Sad. You had my hopes here that you just did it to me again. So this year, hopefully everything delivers. Can't wait to see how everything plays out. It was great to have you back, old man. Talking wrestling to start off the week. We still have boxing, MMA coming up. Great MMA interview to close out the week. And then next week starts our corner podcast awards. Pro wrestling, MMA, boxing. And we're doing an entertainment show where we're giving out awards for best. Well, we'll go through the entire gamut of music. Of course, best movie, best show, best game. All that stuff on there as well. We're going to have a ton of fun closing out this year and starting next year. getting into what is about to be our ninth year come March of the Corner Podcast. So we appreciate you all. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Corner Club, love y'all. Everyone here, Blue Wire Studios in the Wind Resort in Vegas. Everyone helping out. Follow us on social media if you haven't already. Corner Podcast underscore on Twitter. Corner Club for Life on Instagram. Check us out on YouTube. Till next time, we're out. Peace. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. 
at hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.